This podcast is intended for mature audiences only. We discuss topics and language that might be distressing. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of the Blurdy Bitch Podcast. As you know, we have started our Batman series. Um, And before we get into that, let me introduce myself. Yes, I'm King Rel, <laughs> King Rel, oh God. the Queen, and that's it. Going. I'm just oh, me oh. today. Okay, oh. uh, yeah, <laughs> just me today. So we'll just leave it at that. Can't make any promises for the next time, but today I am just moi, King Rel, the Queen. Hello, everyone, and then we have our illustrious host, <laughs> co-host. <laughs> Hello, ma'am. Hi, it's Chiley here. I'm here. I'm here. I don't. I don't ever have any complicated names. You. You actually shocked me. I have no words. I'm kind of speechless. My names aren't complicated. Okay, straightforward. Sunflowersy, rainbow, something um, bright. I don't know. Sunflower. First of all, okay. Sunflower poppy because I love sunflowers. I have oh. them everywhere. Wait, what did I say? You said sunflower poppy seed. seed. Did I say poppy seeds or something? You said like sunflower <laughs> seed. Well, now that I'm thinking about poppy seeds, lemon and poppy <laughs> seed cupcakes. Great. Thank you. Mm. Sounds delicious, actually. It is quite delicious. I love it. So our last episode, we went over Batman Begins. Mm-hmm. This episode, unlike Batman Begins, we are not able to fit the whole movie into one episode. So today we are doing part one of <laughs> Dark Knight. Yep. There we go. So we're going to go through act one. And um, gosh, I hope we can get through it all. <laughs> I really hope so, too. You know, I'm trying to keep the series the episodes down. So we're not stretching it out. But you know what? It's Batman. Sometimes it's just it's just needed. It's Christian Bay. Good trilogy. This is a solid set of movies. It stands today. Like, I will watch Batman, all three movies, just randomly, you know, at least once a year. I'll just watch it. It's the same thing when I watch Marvel movies. Like, sometimes you just need to watch it. I was like, just pick one. I'm like, all right, let me pick one. Then you know what? It's a snowball effect, and it just keeps going down. So I'm like, (laughs) I can't help it. And then, you know, it's it's Christian Bay. (laughs) I mean, you can't help. I mean, watching it again, I'm like, wow. You know what? Christian Bale was amazing as Batman. And that was not just he was like amazing, but it just felt like he was Bruce Wayne. Like his mannerisms, the way he talked, like everything just felt very natural. It felt like Christian Bale was Bruce Wayne. And then he was Batman and they felt like two separate entities and I loved it. And we just need to stop talking about it and just get into it. Okay. (laughs) So let's start it off with the summary. You got it? Yeah, it's going to be short, sweet and quick and simple. It's the only time I'll enjoy that. (laughs) Okay. I got this summary from Netflix, but I also added a little bit, a couple of words up in there. So Batman, Lieutenant Gordon and District Attorney Harvey Dent go up against the Joker, a criminal terrorist mastermind and white clown makeup terrorizing Gotham City. Back to you, Ralph. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So she was not kidding when you said that it was going to be short, sweet, to the point. Then let's do it. Oh, yeah. Okay, so the movie starts off hot with a very convoluted and intricate robbery. The movie starts off, they are like doing like crazy spy moves. They're going to the roof and uh, half of them are on the roof. The other half go into the bank. They detain the guards, tell everybody to get on the ground, you know, classic robbery stuff. And they go to press the, one of the bank tellers goes to press the silent alarm. Mm. They were able to intercept that. But guess what? The silent alarm was not dialing out to 911, but to a private number. (laughs) We all know who that is. <laughs> See, it was going to a private, not 911. Okay. Right. So weird. that already tells you something. It's already a red flag right there. Like, maybe we shouldn't be messing with this. this we're not even alerting the police. Like, <laughs> they're, too, they're way too deep in at this point. Even though it's like, honestly, the beginning of the start exactly. of the robbery, they're too deep in. Because at the beginning of it, like you said, they were like, swinging down from one building to the next i'm just wondering how did no one see them break that window there's glass shards falling down to the public you know it's like like it's about them not seeing i think it's people just didn't care because it's gotham city (laughs) so so um once the alarm situation happens happy and dopey are on the roof and no. And it's important to know that they all have clown masks on. Okay. Cause they're, they were hired by the Joker. Okay. You, you realize okay. they had names. I didn't even know that. I was just like number one and number two. Yes. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> so happy and dopey are on the roof. So after dopey, you know, disables the silent alarm or intercepts it or whatever they were doing up there, happy kills dopey. Mm-hmm. So then we go back into the bank back into the bank see this is how i know it's a mob bank you're talking about that banker that account. the bank manager <laughs> comes out and starts shooting effectively killing one of the robbers um chuckles chuckles is killed by the bank manager he he wasn't just it wasn't just a regular pistol type of thing he had a shotgun he came out with the shotty like <laughs> in the bank he was like we don't need no fucking silent alarm i got the shoddy i'm coming out he almost took out um the other guy to be honest with you he did he he almost took him out so (laughs) this i would have already been done with the plan after the bank manager comes out to try to kill me Mm. the bank manager not one of the security guards there's not no, like an extra have, security guard wrapped up the security guards exactly and there the were guards. no extra security guards there wasn't anybody else coming there was no reinforcements it was guard. just hey <laughs> we got this bank manager and he's about it so you know he comes out when he's shooting he's like do you know whose money you're trying to steal right now another red flag we like, shouldn't be here at least not doing this at this bank not we should have at another bank any other bank so the joker already sending people off so the people that are inside the bank it is well it was chuckles grumpy and bozo 
were all in the bank, taking over the bank. And Chuggles gets killed by the bank manager. So that leaves Bozo uh, Grumpy, who's inside, happy. He makes his way down into the bank and he's working on the vault. So Grumpy and and Bozo, they almost get killed by the bank manager, which I thought Grumpy, you know, because Grumpy even said he later he says something to the effect of, you know, what kind of vault has like electricity and what, why does it have these kind of you know security protocols? Grumpy says a mob bank. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Grumpy already knows what's up. Rewind. So Grumpy and Bozo are getting shot at and counting the bank manager shots and grumpy ass goes up. Oh, you think he's out, right? That's all of it. Yeah. Bozo's like, oh yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. And he stands up and almost gets killed. He gets shot at. Like, sir. (laughs) I think he got like a clip of his shoulder or something. He stood up was like, when did you learn how to count? Grumpy, who I, you know, you're thinking, okay, he's, he's, He's kind of smart. He knows what's going on here. He knows. No, because if you weren't counting someone's bullet, why would you rely on someone else to count those bullets? You didn't even count on yourself. No. And you're mad because somebody else didn't count. count that man's bullets. Come on now. You should have been counting bullets. Don't ask nobody else. If you weren't sure, you shouldn't have gotten up. And he almost gets his head blown off. But I think it just grazed him a little bit. Yeah, um, so they get you know, the bank manager, they shoot him. I mean, he, he gets shot up, you know, he's down. Grumpy goes to help Happy. Happy breaks into the vault, finally gets in. This is where I said that he was like, well, what kind of vault is this that we got all this stuff? Like, this shouldn't be this complicated. And Grumpy's like, well, it's a mop bank. And he's like, fuck. And then he's like, oh, you know, what happened to the other guy? Well, the guy told me when he was done with doing what he was doing to kill him. And Grumpy's like, oh, yeah, he told me to do the same thing. Grumpy kills him. He's like, well, wait. I'm like, oh, you you didn't put that together? This person didn't want anyone alive that was involved. He didn't want no trace backs. If someone's like, okay, so when you're done doing your part, kill that guy, you can assume that he's told everybody else to kill somebody too. I would have been like, so wait a minute. I'm gonna be I don't think I'm going to want to do this job. Exactly. <laughs> and something I didn't think of before, Chuckles got killed. So that effectively, effectively like, kind of ruined mm-hmm. and messed up how things were going to, to happen. Yeah, it but was, it, it still worked out in the end, to be honest with you. It <laughs> because, actually made the steps shorter. Yeah, because once Grumpy killed Happy and he came out to see Bozo, he was about to shoot Bozo. He was like, I bet the boss told you after getting money, mind you, just stocking up. I'm talking bags and bags and bags and bags of money. That was crazy. That's a crazy amount of money that y'all just stole. I would not have done it. I know. I know the exact amount, too, when we get there, because I... Grumpy is about to kill Bozo. And Mm -hmm. he's like, I bet the boss told you to kill me. And Bozo's like, no, I'm supposed to kill the bus driver. And he's like, what bus driver? (laughs) Bam. School bus backs into the building. Grumpy's dead. 
Bye, Grumpy. Bus driver. Surprise. There's a bus driver now. There's another person a part of this plan. They get all the bags. The bus driver's like, hey, where are all the guys? Uh, Bozo kills him. First of all, he had uh, he was smart because he had this man help him load up the bus before killing him. Oh, yeah, because that was a lot of bags. Because that was a lot of bags. And they have money gets heavy, apparently, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't know that. I wouldn't know anything about it. I've never felt heavy money before in my life. Must be nice. Yes. I'm trying we to get like that. y'all, you know. I want to feel the heft of some money. Duffel bags full of cash. The money has been loaded. Guy's been killed. The bank manager who was shot, he's still laying there. He's talking mess. Bozo comes over, takes his mask off. Surprise, it's the Joker. Joker was here the whole time. He was, he was, he's not someone that's like, oh, I'm just gonna let this plan work out. No, he's hands-on. You know, he's about it. The bank manager was about it. So that's how you know we've got real niggas involved. <laughs> in, yeah. in Gotham, not everyone's a henchman. Some people oh, are. I don't know. Really Girl, I, I don't know. <laughs> this is Gotham. I guess there's I... different levels to this henchman game because uh, yeah. I guess the bank manager would technically be oh a henchman, God. but yes. he was about it. He didn't. He he didn't handle this business. The Joker. I guess movie. the Joker is technically a boss, and he gets his hands dirty. He is a dearest. Definitely, like, I think that there are different, definitely different levels of oh God, crime jobs, tiers yeah. of where which you is go. crazy because obviously Gotham City has an amazing educational system because everyone in their mom is a doctor. Educational system and being a crime mom, everyone's got a doctorate <laughs> though. So I mean, if you think of all these villains, you have to be a doctorate. You need a lot of doctors. People dying and getting shot. But not all. There's scientists, doctors, they're um, psychologists, psychiatrists. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, need that because they got a whole ass island island called Arkham. Well, you know, <laughs> I'm just saying this is an amazing <laughs> educational system. At least higher education's got you got to survive to get there, though. It's, the reward, um, I guess, is great, but I don't know. Um, I guess, but yeah, the big manager. <laughs> they're talking. And so the Joker Ooh. puts this canister in his mouth. And I guess this guy couldn't move his arms because no. I wouldn't just sit there and let someone put this giant thing in my in my mouth. He got like shot like three times. Yeah. So he he couldn't move. So Joker goes about his business, gets on his bus. He drives away. The pin on the canister pulls out and smoke. It's a, it's a gag. And it's, it's a, a gag. gag. I was the gas. Mind fuck. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what? I thought it was going to explode. So did I. But <laughs> we all know where this location where they shot all three movies, they didn't really change the <laughs> license place that much. No. Then they kept the font of Illinois. It's Chicago. Chicago Gotham. is Gotham City, baby. <laughs> I was like, I still have those. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, I don't know how I should feel about this, but it could be accurate. I think it is accurate. Yeah, I think it's pretty accurate. Of where like they very accurate. Got it in the locations, the city. I was like, yeah. I always thought Gotham City would be like New York. No, but when they did it in Chicago, I was like, yeah, makes sense. That's that's 
That sounds about right. I mean, the Midwest, considering you have like Metropolis, yeah, is in like Kansas or mm-hmm. something because that's like, you, you know Kansas. That's so far. that's not that yeah. far away. So no. <laughs> you know your favorite DC, <laughs> your DC universe. We're it's in the Midwest, guys. <laughs> it's very nuanced here. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, take the good with the bad, but it's mostly good for me. I've always thought people were mostly nice and supportive after the Joker pulls out. He timed it perfectly, he busts out of this building and Uh, uh, blends uh, in uh, with other school uh, buses because uh, school's uh, out. uh, Yeah, they uh, did. uh, uh, Yeah, but. Problem seamless. He came out through a building. Yeah, he came out of the building. And I need you to understand that it's Gotham. I'm pretty sure that is (laughs) not bus behind him. Strange. (laughs) It would have been like, huh? That bus just pulled out from the bank. Well, let me just get in, keep going with this line. I like to point out that the bit the people of Gotham have mastered the minding the fuck out of their business. To a T. <laughs> That's people. how I want to be. Like, they really there do. Were just people like, literally walking on the streets during this scene. It's like, huh, look at that. It's just another day in Gotham. All yeah. right, I'm gonna go about my business. Exactly. Or you just, you know, get the get out of the way. Like, I don't want to be no part of this. So I'm gonna head on out because I don't need. Mm, I don't, don't, don't want to get caught up in any explosions or any gunfight. I don't need to be a part of that. So my name is Bennett and I ain't in it. I'm going home. Bye. <laughs> is exactly how it goes. I'm just going to get my lunch. Go back to work. I ain't seen shit. <laughs> exactly. So after that happens, the whole bank ordeal, there is... Um, an aftermath that occurs on the streets of Gotham. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Criminals are running scared in Gotham, but mainly is, no, it's not mainly, it's all of them. Minor drug dealers that don't want to do anything at night anymore. Mm -hmm. Batman always going to show up at night. So they're like, I'm not doing no no shady business at night no more. So the only time they could do things now is during the daytime. Mm -hmm. But uh, Batman shows up and he comes in with a new voice. But before I get there, I need to talk about when they're in the uh, the newscasting and they they go to the uh, what's it called police building. Did you catch yeah, the, the Batman suspects wall? Hmm? Did you catch the Batman suspects quotation marks? <laughs> yes, Elvis Presley, <laughs> Abraham Lincoln, and uh, that was so funny. <laughs> they're no close. To catching whoever Batman is. He was like, oh, they said that you're close to finding the Batman. He's like, it's an ongoing investigation. So get like this tiniest clip montage of that to give you a brief rundown of how Gotham is being handled and they're cleaning up the streets and people are actually feeling a little bit good about living there. Until we get to this night scene in the parking garage. I could talk about that. Let's get there. So I had that there was a little foreshadowing with Gordon and another GCPD officer about her mother being in the hospital. Ah, That's something I did not catch the first time. I guess it just didn't seem. 
Yeah, because I don't, I don't wasn't paying attention. I was just waiting for Batman. That's all I cared about. I was like, ooh, action, <laughs> yeah, mm, Joker. I didn't even bother to put that in the beginning of these because I got it later. But yeah, you're right. Because I already, I already caught that at the beginning. Like, I don't know, when I saw it the first time, I was like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Dick, well, that's what I'm it. saying. It's just like a little foreshadowing with 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 Ramirez about her mother in the hospital. And that's actually, important to remember, listeners. So, Oh, wait, not just no. foreshadowing that. is heavy in this movie. It is, and I love it. And I tried to make sure that I wrote down some of it um so listeners write that down because this movie is long as fuck you might forget Highlight what it. you're watching to be honest so Mark the time ramirez <laughs> her mother's in the hospital you're gonna want to remember that as we go along so, mm-hmm. so yeah let's get go ahead and talk about the garage scene which is amazing <laughs> it's so funny to me i got a sick sense of humor um so scarecrow he is still out here living his life. Instead, he switched from a horse to a van, and I actually miss that horse. I'm sorry. But I get it. You got to blend in. You can't just be riding wild animals in these streets. So what happens is that they're trying to do a deal, and then bootleg Batman people stand up, and I said, y'all need to have several seats. They tried it, though, and Scarecrow scare already knew that. These wasn't the main guys, but he was like, you know what? Deals off. Let's go. But then guess who shows up in style? Our Batman. The Batman. A new voice. <laughs> I don't think Rel, Rel, can you do imitate? No, no imitations of the voice this time. I feel like <laughs> I got enough out of my system last time. <laughs> because I'm the knight. I'm Batman. <laughs> My voice has never meant to go that deep. <laughs> my favorite part in this movie is when he's like, change. where are they? <laughs> yeah, it's like Superman. It's like Superman in the glasses. Batman changes his voice. You know, it goes from Bruce Wayne to Batman. What happened? What is this? What's happening? Oh, I love it. It was it 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 worked out, but I, I wish we had a heads up. <laughs> I'm Just glad. a little heads up. I love so, it. It was shook. Yeah. Had me shook to my core. Like what? <laughs> had me jump back. I was like, what is oh. this voice? So our Batman, he shows up, kicks ass, he throws dogs. He also yeets himself onto a van. He likes to throw himself off of things, I realize. Yeah, there's always some kind of a high-speed chase at all he's times. Really high-speed, high he just, he, he was getting brought down by the dog. <laughs> and he was hanging on to the van, but then his gear actually, like, malfunctioned. And so Scarecrow was driving the van, and I was like, you know what? Since you're hanging off, let me just run up against this pillar. Knocks Batman off, and, like, Batman's like, oh. He does a sigh, but I know he's doing <laughs> it in his head. Like, fuck these guys. He's he tired. He walks over to the edge and then bootleg Batman that he has tied up. He's like, we're trying to help you. Batman's like, I don't need help. And Scarecrow's like, not my diagnosis. And I was like, that was my favorite part. I was like, I agree. I agree with Scarecrow right here. I'm like, "Mm, you kind of do. I think you do need to see somebody. You need to talk to somebody because what you're doing is great. Trust me, it's great. But there is this layered deep issues here <laughs> but i also like how the guy 
fake bag man was like, what's the difference between you and me? I'm not, wearing hockey, like, mask. I'm not wearing hockey pads. They <laughs> <laughs> like, shit on his whole life. Like, shading them. Like, like bitch, you write. great value. I ain't out here riding around no hockey pads and shit. You like, see my stuff? This is military grade. See, you see me? You see my vehicle? I don't will never guns. be on the same awesome. level. <laughs> he does not use guns, guys. Let's no. get that. All right. <clears throat> so after that, I uh, skipped to Batman. I put Batman and Gordon. They're investigating the bank that was recently robbed. And you see Joker in the cameras. Finally showed his face. Also, Joker, played by Heath Ledger, broke Bad Mountain, the Patriots. <laughs> Those little accolades, accolades right there. I love Heath Ledger. So he finally showed his face. Um, Joker finally showed his face on the security camera. Like the Joker has been terrorizing around the city for some time, it seems. Not sure of the gap between the first movie and the second one yet, but that does get answered later. So far, there have been five banks that have been used by the mob. Five mob banks, five mobs, mobs, five banks been using putting their money in mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're thinking it's time to bust bust in on all of them but i just i hope it's not my bank <laughs> thank you like could you imagine like i'm just trying to take out a couple dollars for rent <laughs> like, i'm just trying to take out some money for rent i'm just trying to put my money into this bank my little bit of change that i have and now i have to deal with mob money in the same area as my money and i don't need that what if i'm just there to get an atm get uh, a go and get like a little withdrawal from the atm no. and, and then i gotta go what? inside and you know yeah. mm. you now deal i gotta with deal with this mm. shit the thing is, that's only they just only mentioned five. They're it's Gotham. Come on, it's more than five. After they just happened to catch them using five other banks, five mob banks. I call them mob banks, but they're actually banks. They're real banks, but the mob has got their ties in it. Yeah, their ties everywhere. They got their money, you know. Everywhere you find out they got it everywhere. So uh, Bruce has moved into city limits now because of Wayne. Manor is still is under construction, but this is actually really convenient for Batman. Yeah. I also yeah. feel for Alfred because he goes up there. Alfred's doing the work. He's doing the heavy work. He does the breakfast and he makes it and then he brings it up and Bruce is not even in there in his room. I'm like, you need to keep your ass in there. I appreciate this fucking food. He even yeah, helps stitch real. him up. Yeah. Like, if my heart could grow any bigger, it would, but it can't. <laughs> Bruce is also kind of digging in, investigating on the new DA, Harvey Dent, mm-hmm. who's played by Aaron Eckhart. Yes. Was the smoking movie. Thank you for not smoking. Thank you for not smoking. That's it. <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm like, I'm like, what is that movie? The smoking movie. That's- I was like, <laughs> I know it has smoking, but he was always smoking. <laughs> so I was like, this is sarcasm. Um, but Harvey Dent, Bruce is looking into him and wondering if he could be trusted. And Alfred points out, like, are you judging his character or his social circle? Mm. Mm-mm. Rachel, again, Mm-mm. girl, with the DA shit. Is it just convenient for her to date somebody 
in the DA's office because well, she's a lawyer. A, so it's just like then. there's a lot of people. It doesn't have to be like the district attorney. You know what I well, mean? Well, I think it's because it's the people that she works closest to. So I mean, if you're usually first or second chair with this person, you're co-chairs with somebody mm-hmm. on a on a case during a trial you spend a lot of time with them so i guess she just finds it you know it's easier than going out and trying to find somebody to date. all right. Right here but hear me out the first one died yeah okay she didn't learn a lesson she didn't seem right. too effective by it either just oh yeah no not really oh we also have a actor switch alert uh rachel is not being played by katie holmes she is now being played by maggie gillenow yeah new rachel <laughs> new rachel new new face new everything new rachel that's all i call her new rachel because katie holmes did a great job yeah as rachel Dawes. yes i absolutely agree not that maggie gyllenhaal is a bad actress she, no. she's good she's a great actress i just don't think she should have been rachel anyway we'll just keep going because i also know um i have in a couple movie facts that there were two other ladies in consideration for this role one of which i would have loved to see (laughs) so as we've established rachel is a lawyer um, and she is working with the, I think he's the assistant district attorney. He's an ADA. I don't know if he's a DA or if he's the ADA. I don't know. Is he the DA or ADA? I, I put D. I don't know anymore. I have Let's ADA. I wrote new ADA, but I might have just <laughs> guessed it. Anyway, he's um something a DA. Rachel and Harvey Dent are at the trial of Salvatore Moroni. Sal Moroni, pretty boy Moroni. And new Rachel and Harvey Dent are on the case. Harvey flips a coin to see who's going to actually lead the rest of the cross-examination. And this is important. You know, so write that down. He's flipped a coin. This is a theme, okay? This is a common theme a thread throughout the movie with harvey and flipping coins okay so he said heads i win tails you lose or heads i go tails you go first so he flips it it's heads and also it's revealed during this that they're dating as we said she likes to date the men that Uh, she works with it was because he likes to bet with a flip of a coin which also had gotten his first date with Rachel. Yes. And that's hey, his dad's coin. It says his dad's lucky coin. He makes mm. his own luck. At least and that's that's what he said every single fucking time. Every I time. Like, so Salvatore Moroni is sitting there smug while Harvey is cross-examining a witness who he says named Salvatore as the head of the Falcone crime family. Business. Falcon family business and the witness denies it he said no that's not correct sal is a fall guy i'm the real deal i'm the head joking around being a real dick i'm the brains of the operation (laughs) harvey asked the judge no i want to treat this witness as hostile the judge says yes Yes, that's the thing. (laughs) So that means you could be a little more aggressive with your questioning. I was like, oh. 
Yeah, permission to treat the witness okay. as hostile. You that's Ooh. a thing you can okay, say. Okay, because hostile meant completely something different for me. And how um Harvey was, I was like, you need to get about to get aggressive. Well, yeah. I mean, if someone, if you're cross-examining someone and they're basically refusing to answer your questions and they're being sort of aggressive towards you. You can request to treat them as a hostile witness and then you can give it right back, you know? Okay. So people do not put me on the stand. Anyway, after Harvey says, you know, permission to treat this hot, this witness is hostile. The witness proceeds to say, I'll show you hostile, basically, and pulls out a gun and shoots. Like he pulls the trigger, you know, like two, two times. So, you know, Damn. He actually tried to shoot him, but the gun jammed. The gun jammed and saved Harvey's life. He <laughs> grabs the gun and punches this guy in the face. <laughs> it's warranted. It it it's in the court. I mean, it's a courthouse, you know? So you don't expect things to get this heated. But how did his guy, first of all, don't they check you before you come into the courthouse? How Girl, was he able to pull out a gun? It is Gotham. And, and they... shoot at a lawyer. He didn't <laughs> even steal the gun from like the bailiff no, or he somebody. But... He had this gun on his person, pulled it out and right, shot right. at this man. But you need to understand when we went through the first movie, uh, the League of Shadows had infiltrated everywhere. So I'm the gangs are just are the same way. They got people, they got people in the pockets just as much as the LOS did. That's just ridiculous, though. Yeah. You oh, know. you know what? I, because I'm that nerd. <laughs> Since the gun jammed, it was, I said, classic. Also, specifically, a carbon fiber, 28 caliber, made in China. I guess a bootleg Glock. See, I wasn't even going to put all that. Because to me, it wasn't even important. Like, he just said, you know, when he says, well, if you're going to kill a, a district attorney, you better buy American. Oh, <laughs> buy American. He said, buy Bullshit, American. <laughs> you know, the judge requests to have the witness removed. So after Harvey's like, if you're going to kill a district attorney, you better buy American. The judge is like, get this guy out of here. Harvey, because he's a cowboy. You know, blonde, golden <laughs> hair, white, me. strong jaw. He's like, oh, wait, your honor. I wasn't done. Like, shut up. This guy. <laughs> I, you know what? I know I you love you. your job, but right now it's time to go home. Um, so while they're leaving the courtroom, Rachel and... Harvey are talking, mostly Rachel's talking. Um, and it's weird because it's like, she does not care that this man was almost okay. killed. She okay. did not give a fuck. She wasn't. Dude, I was about to say, she's not a bit unfazed. Un- completely unfazed. I guess when your first boyfriend's murdered, <laughs> you're totally like, any of these niggas can die at any time. I don't care. But doesn't make any sense because then you can just got, think back I got, it. I got what she said. She said, if you're not getting shot at, then you're not doing your job right. And it was like in a joking, flirty yeah. manner, which is like, ma'am, what are you doing? <laughs> and he was like, I'm fine. You know, it was, thanks for asking. Like, oh, oh, this was like, if you really shook up, you know, he gave request for the rest of the day off. We could go get something to eat. 
He's like, like she's being so <laughs> rude. Like he could have been dead because that guy, if that he, gun did not jam, he would have been shot. Point if that blank. guy had bought American in the face. Dead was gonna be gone. <laughs> gone and like she's just okay with it i guess because she didn't give a fuck you know what i guess once you live in gotham city for so long you are uh you are numb so part of their conversation is harvey talking about how he is going to meet with um gordon yeah because he probably would have taken up on her offer but he's like i can't i gotta go meet with uh the detective i gotta go meet gordon so she's like oh well you know he's a good friend be nice basically he's on our side and harvey's like i don't give a fuck about none of that so we'll see he's like we'll see what happens so gordon and harvey meet harvey wants to meet batman like he did not mince any words he went straight to it Uh, i want to meet batman okay yeah, but the policy on that is to arrest Batman on site. So, uh, no, didn't no. So it's Baby. not gonna work out that way, sir. <laughs> because if you know that I be fucking around with Batman like that, and we're all in the same place, it's gonna create a lot of problems from basically Gordon's perspective. Um, we, yeah, first of all, they don't even know each other like that. This is your no. first time meeting, so yeah. you want so you, me to let you in on this to ask. Exactly. So no. Um, The thing with that is also Gordon isn't sure if Harvey is trustworthy because he used to work for internal affairs. He in the the conversation, the tone, the vibe that Harvey's giving off is not really helping his case as being seen as someone that's trustworthy. Mm -hmm. Um, So Harvey is also concerned. Again, this isn't helping with your case. He's concerned about Gordon having his own special task force. And mm-hmm. he's like, all the people that, he's like most of the people that you have in your task force, I have investigated when I was in internal affairs. Okay. And then Gordon is like, so the whole GCPD. He, Gordon yeah. is really working with what he's got. Exactly. He knows what's up. He's, he's not unaware of the people that he works with. He's not unaware of the reputation the gcpd has he knows Mm -hmm. but he's like you know if i don't work with cops that you investigated in internal affairs i would basically be working by myself yeah (laughs) what the fuck is this city man what is this city (laughs) like you 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 are an attorney you should know like the whole city's corrupted Right, exactly. The whole city is corrupted. So all the governments are corrupted. Gordon is aware of this. He's like, yeah. I know, but I'm trying to make do with What's what I have. Say when the old people say, I'm not no spring chicken. Exactly. <laughs> Gordon is not a spring chicken. He knows what's up. This is his first rodeo. He knows what's going right. on. So at, at the end of their conversation, Harvey basically says he wants to earn the GCPD's trust. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't know if Gordon was being facetious, but he was like, oh, you know, you don't have to worry about that. We all know that you're Gotham's white knight. Ah, hmm. it is like, I heard they have a different name for me down at MCU. Yep. <laughs> so, you know, Gordon's trying to keep it cordial. 
Mm-hmm. Harvey's trying to get in, trying to be buddy, buddy, but it's just not working well, out. I, I mean, it, it kind of starts too because like the meeting was also initially for uh, Gordon to request the uh, five warrants on the- yeah. and he got them. Yeah, easily. Yeah, like, like, it was like, you guys can't like, tell me what what am I, what are we looking for? He was like, like I could just tell you the banks and that's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> I can't give you nothing more than that. Mm-hmm. So let's just leave it there. Yeah. So that's <laughs> what- happened with their first meeting you know it was very political very tit for very tat. tit for tat you know kept up the kept the pace up and then the next thing we know we're at a board meeting we're at a board meeting oh i got the pitch okay go for it lao security investment stands for new dynamic growth a joint chinese venture with wayne enterprises will be a powerhouse wow yeah I should become a marketing. <laughs> it's like a person. <laughs> Do it. As long as I have the seriousness of it and make sure I pronunciate and enunciate the right words, I can do this. So Lao is played by Chin Han. He was in Captain America Winter Soldier. He was the councilman Yen. And then he was also in Mortal Kombat. All right. At this uh, border meeting, uh, <laughs> we see that Bruce is knocked the fuck out. Like he is comfortable asleep, laid Dead out to the world. But Mr. Fox, you know, he's like, we as a board, as long as me along with the board, we express and our Bruce. excitement. <laughs> and Mr. Wayne, Mr. Wayne, <laughs> we express <laughs> our excitement about potential business. I don't really understand business lingo and that wasn't really that much excitement in those words, but okay. All right. I get it. I guess. I still think my pitch was good. It was great. Um, At the elevators though, as Mr. Fox is leaving, this accountant guy, Mr. Reese confronts him. It's like, oh, you know what? I find it embarrassing to have Bruce in the board meetings passed out to high heavens, even though I know he wants to know where the investments goes and stuff like that. And Fox is like, don't worry about Bruce. I will worry about Bruce. You worry about the books. Exactly. Stay in your fucking place. He just plays, he plays Fox so well. Like, I'm gonna let you down. (laughs) Kind of just Just be honest about it. Morgan Freeman just plays Morgan Freeman. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, he was just playing more. He was just being himself, which is like... (laughs) He is Lucius. literally Lucius Fox. So Lucius. <laughs> Fox tells Bruce that he isn't convinced about Laos company because it has grown by 8% annually like clockwork. And that's, that's kind of fishy. That's suspicious. If your company is doing that good so well, but 8% that's specific. Time, mm, something right. Even though Mr. Reese is like the books are good. I then I don't trust you, Reese, because you you're not looking good enough. Bruce no. already knew this though, and just wanted a closer look. And you know, hey, how about a we revamp this suit? <laughs> That's all he cares about. He's like, I don't care about nothing else. Okay, so let's take a break right here, and we will finish out the rest of Act One after. Guys, we're can't done. listen to me refill my glass. Oh yeah, listen to the sounds of wine, wine. pouring in there. Mm. delicious you hear that that was me setting down the bottle <laughs> you can hear mine it's a box 
but here is the sound of it. It's just like a little sprinkle of wine coming down. So dear. Think about the sounds of our wine as we go on break. And we're B-A-C-K back, bitch. Yeah, I wasn't going to spell it. Yo, we're back. (laughs) So we're going to continue on with the couples date night chai if you will couples to play on couples (laughs) (laughs) couples all right well it took dent three months as he said it took him three months to get a reservation out in this nice swanky place up in gotham with his girlfriend his girlfriend rachel but guess who just walks up, up to them? <laughs> Bruce. My man, Bruce, you sly dog. And he isn't alone. But sadly, he's not with me. Um, I guess he kind of got scared on that first date night. Oh my God. <laughs> he's got a Natasha, prima, prima ballerina. Mm-hmm. Prima, ballerina. prima ballerina from the Moscow Ballet. And um, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm to say that real fast. You know, yeah, that's right. Yeah. The Moscow Ballet. Moscow Ballet. <laughs> it's, it's all right. This wasn't me. He'll come around next time. <laughs> Rachel already knew who she was because she mentions that Harvey is taking her to see the performance next week. Bruce, he throws us some subtle shade at Dent, like for lacking ballet. And I'm like, stop it, Bruce. You don't have to hit below the belt that way. Exactly. I was like, we need to work on your shade game. And, you know, he was like, you know what? Bruce is like, let's pull some tables together. And Dan's like, I don't think they'll just push a little do that. No, Bruce had to pull the I own the place card. Of course he does. Of course. I think it's a place that he like bought in the first movie. No, I didn't see the pools. I didn't see the fountain. Well, this they weren't sitting in the place. same place. Girl, so... this is a different place. This is a different location. I don't know. I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> it is a Wayne we're talking about here. You're <laughs> He's right. The Playboy <laughs> persona right now. This is a different location. He ain't. You know, he's not taking some new bitch to the same place that he took those other two bitches. You're right. Because he's Bruce Wayne. <laughs> he's Bruce motherfucking Wayne. He better not take nobody nowhere that he took us. Oh, Absolutely not. Because then I'm pulling through there. But you know what? He better not take me back to the same place either. Yeah. You're going somewhere new. <laughs> <laughs> this is why he thinks. You guys, I am not that hard of a person to date. To get a date with, yes. <laughs> because it's not that's happening. See, that's the difference. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm hard to get a date with, not hard to date. I am hard to date and get a date with because I'm married. Yeah, um, you are. It's whatever. <laughs> I'm not, but I'm, <laughs> I am. Mm, y'all, wrong. It's out there. hard. It, it would have been hard. It was hard for, I mean, it took us years to get married. So I guess I am difficult to. <laughs> are you difficult or was my twin difficult? I don't know. You know what? It might have been him because, you know, me. <laughs> I go the flow. I'll just be like, I mean, I did just say I'm not hard today, but it's hard to get a date with. So I, he's my twin. So yeah, 
I think he was not track. hard to get a date with, but he was hard to date. So you know, maybe it's just in the reverse. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, during this impromptu pull up card, let me show out dinner. There's this conversation going on, and Natasha's asks, "How could you raise children in a city like this?" And Bruce mm-hmm. says, "Well, I was raised here. I turned out okay." <laughs> privileged wait no 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 privileged. Did, did, did he really turn out okay you know first of all he didn't turn out okay second <laughs> of all he is rich i mean i think he forgets like you live in wayne manor you was living in wayne manor your entire life you lived with butlers and nannies and maids and rich parents living in Wayne Manor is definitely different than living in downtown Gotham. Okay, he turned out an upbringing, but did he turn out okay? <laughs> he didn't turn out okay because his parents got killed in front of him. So I guess, you know, so, yeah. So the question is, how could you raise a children in a city like this? See, and I thought she meant like, because it's dangerous. Like, how can y'all raise children here? Because it's like really dangerous. But it turns out she's just talking about um because people like Batman. Yeah, like how could you let a vigilante run the city and not an elected official who is doing a job at keeping crime off the streets? And I'm like, am I hearing this right? Hey girl, what are you even saying? Vigilante Batman is actually keeping crime off the streets. So what's the, exactly. pro- what's the problem? Batman isn't running up in these houses and kidnapping folks and killing. He ain't going up and banging and robbing. So I'm so confused about certain public people like her mm-hmm. first of all you're a Moscow all right <laughs> you're not from here <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about ma'am exactly and second if he's not doing the worst of what the actual mob gangs are doing who's co- who should be complaining because mm-hmm. y'all ain't out here doing it y'all just need to dodge them and not die as I Jeez. say this, and I'm going to be running down the street Exactly. <laughs> every time I get off work. Shit! Because, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm keeping something on me. I ain't going, I ain't stepping outside my door without something <laughs> on me. Exactly, though. But what, what Batman is doing, he's actually, I say, he's doing high caliber citizens arrest in a suit. Okay? Right. So I don't see what the problem is. You you go over there, uh, turn out your toes, ma'am. Go in second <laughs> position and plie. I don't know. All right. Well, what I thought was funny in that scene was like <laughs> after Bruce saying, you know, I, you know, I grew up in Gotham. You know, I turned out okay. And Harvey's like, is Wayne Manor within the city limits? <laughs> like. <laughs> Like, do you really, is that considered Gotham for real? And one thing about Bruce, he's not, he's going to let you have it. He's like, oh, you mean the Palisades? Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> you see how he said it? <laughs> Say that again. <laughs> the Palisades? <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. He was like, you know what? As you're, you know, with your new job, you should really know where your jurisdiction is. Oh. One thing about Bruce, he's going to get that last word in. He's going to let you have it. This shit. 
shade, how they were throwing it, I said, this is that polite upper echelon kind of shade. (laughs) (laughs) Gosh, that was so funny. I love that. I was like, oh, this is how you guys throw shade up in these positions. Politician, rich shade. That's how you shade somebody. Polished shade. (laughs) All the palisades. Like, bitch, I know where I live. What you mean? It's like, absolutely, it's Gotham. It's been Gotham. You should know, you should what know your jurisdiction. <laughs> That's why you're ADA. He's actually the district attorney. He's not even the ADA. He's the actual district attorney. So is Rachel the ADA? Because why are they always with each other? I, I don't know. She's always in the... I guess she could be a... I don't know what the fuck her title is honestly i never actually looked into it rachel is an ada <laughs> harvey is the, the da, DA. Ah, all right so i guess he already has secured his seat but for re-election, he he wants for to re-election be, exactly they started talking about caesar rome girl i kind of just completely i i zoned that whole section group. out because i'm like yeah. i don't know what y'all talking about foreshadowing yes there oh, is yeah. Because Harvey, he's, I said, he, Harvey does a lot of foreshadowing when he mm-hmm. says something. Because he says, you either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Yep. And I was like, Oof. And then Natasha's like, well, Baby. maybe you're the bad man. <laughs> and then Bruce like as the fat man. <laughs> Cover his eyes. But like, for real. You? And you know, you know, I was looking real hard at that menu. I was like, is this a fake menu? It's a L what? What y'all got on like, there? <laughs> Actually, What's on the menu? You know when we did that girls' trip into Chicago? Yeah. I think we were looking at a restaurant. It was a really high up. It's like, remember me and you were looking, I think me and you were looking at restaurants because we kind of be bougie. It was started yes. with an L and then had apostrophe. And then I think we were actually like, oh, if we had more and more money, because yeah. of course it was a course menu. Type yes, because we and were going there. We were like, we're gonna spend some money, but yeah. they wanted a little more money than we were. We're like, oh wait, like not today. <laughs> we're gonna not go to Nando's. That is the most I've ever ate. <laughs> that is the most. I was shocked because you were eating everything. You don't ever, unless you like eat. But then you do all right, I'm done. But you were completing meals. And I was like, look at I my girl. She's living weights. her life. She <laughs> is living her life. Yes, girl. Eat all that chicken. Eat that full. <laughs> um, so yeah, you said the thing about you know, become seeing yourself become the villain and mm-hmm. you, you, but that you. also like sets off like a light bulb for Bruce because he's like, hmm. I'm going to throw you a fundraiser with my rich-ass friends. Well, because Natasha did the whole thing. What if you were that man? Yeah. You know, and then he's that's like, where there's like, oh my Michael. God, I get out of this. <laughs> and be a Rachel, bitch. Um, <clears throat> we're going to move on to the meeting of the drug lords, as I call it. Drug lords, a.k.a. gang gang meeting. <laughs> which so like after that awkward dinner's over the awkward gang meeting is in effect um, awkward gang. <laughs> it was like it's just like 
Um, so our money. <laughs> Someone's stealing our money. So mm-hmm. money is in jeopardy, and Lao has taken matters into his. So he Lao basically says like, "Oh, hey, you know, the cops are coming to seize your monies and all your fucking banks. So you just need to trust me for a small fee. Actually, not so small fee. Just let me take this money and don't worry about it." So he had little they know that he had already done it. Like he'd already taken the money out of the bank and had them shift to a safe location. Mm-hmm. He left to Hong Kong. Um and he was already on the plane when he was talking to them. On the plane to Hong Kong, gone. I got the small amount. You want that small amount? Oh girl. Yeah, go right ahead. Go right, right ahead. Say that. Sixty-eight billion dollars <laughs> is the small amount. That is nothing to them. Apparently, because Salvatore said it, that $68 billion is a small amount that Joker stole. And Salvatore is like, it's nothing. This guy is nothing. That Joker, he's nothing. He's chump. We're... Lau took the rest of the money. He took the big change out of the money. Joker only stole a small amount of $68 billion. Not, no. To me, it's all, if he would have stolen if he would have stole 15 cents, it could have been million dollars. I would have been mad. I think he did say 68 billion. That sounds like a lot. Is that or 16 million? Well, let's well, confirm it. We have money, the technology. Actually. It's a pool money. It's it's not just one gang, it's the main gangs. So yeah, we're gonna go with that. How much money did this Joker steal? Yeah, he stole 68 million dollars. Million, okay. Yeah, I mean, that's a lot that's, of that's still a lot of fucking money. Lot of, yeah, so because I would have been set, I would have just gone and taken my money and been about my day, and that would have been it. You never see me again. So mad, everyone, just everyone. They're not worried about that. They're worried about their main chunk of change that Lowry mm-hmm. emptied out and yeah. took off with to Hong Kong. They're fine with that. They're 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 more actually they're more worried about that money than what the Joker stole. That's why Salvatore was like, "This is nothing. This man yeah. isn't a problem. He's nobody. Like he's a nobody. Yeah. And that nobody shows up at y'all meeting. So, ah, <laughs> are we talking about Joker? Because I feel like that mm-hmm. little bit of money, not a little bit to us, but to them, that Joker stole. Joker could have taken that money. That's also a red flag. Joker could have taken this money. He, took and a, he could have taken all of it. Just bounced, dipped out, and that would have been it. But he didn't care about that money. That's like the he whole thing. He doesn't care about, yeah, he doesn't care about money. The only reason that Lao did take all that and jetted off to Hong Kong is because China will not extradite their own, and he is... Yeah, from dense <laughs> jurisdiction. Yeah, so you know that's why he left. He left because he's like, well, they're not going to extradite me. You know, I'm I'm good. So I took the money. I'm headed to Kong, Hong Kong, and everything's good. Joker okay, so pops who's in. Gonna, who's going to do the Joker? <laughs> who's going to do? <laughs> oh my god! That's how he came in, and it actually made me laugh because I was like that. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, he comes in hot. You know, he comes That's in. Like coming he, in weird. He came in because as soon Fury. as he comes in, what does he do? He kills a 
guy with a pencil. Oh no, he asks if you want to see a magic trick. <laughs> and he kills him. I mean, that's like not like that's not graze over the fact like, oh, I just showed him a magic trick and then the guy's alive. I just want to know how he get this is a closed off meeting. How did he know where to go? Exactly. He's antagonizing. He them, came which... in hot. He's, he came in laughing. Yes. He came he did... in yes. antagonizing because he's like, you guys are doing this in the daytime. You I know why. <laughs> So, I mean, he was already an issue. And he tells them, basically, Lyle's a liability. You know, he's like, Batman doesn't have a jurisdiction. No. He's going to find him. He's going to find him, (laughs) and then he's going to flip on all of you guys. And they're like, hmm. But there is someone that's actually listening. That's Chen Chen. (laughs) The Chen Chen is listening. And everyone else is like, um, I don't know. Well, mainly Gamble, which is Gamble. Gamble, I didn't really understand. Yeah, I didn't understand. I feel like he was overly overly aggressive for no reason. You know, Gamble. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, so Joker, he makes a proposal that he's going to kill Batman. Basically, Mm -hmm. he's like, well, if it was that easy, why don't you just do it? It's like, well, I'm not going to do if you're good at something, don't do it for free. So he wants half of their money. So mm-hmm. I guess this really makes Gamble mad. I guess Gamble's all mad that this guy is dead, but he's also now mad that this guy wants some of his money. He's talking shit about wow. The guy so, is dead. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm pretty sure it was one of his guys. Who else has black henchmen other than him yes. and then the Joker that because, one time? Because the only look, he did order him to go get that clown. Exactly. And he killed him. And well, you can't be mad. Easily. You I can't be mad, mad if my man's is dead. I'm sorry. I would still be mad. I would be more mad that you were weak enough to get killed by a pencil. Nah. Yeah. I mean, even took him by surprise. Who? That is unprecedented. Yeah. Who's going to think a clown, a nigga is going to kill you with a pencil? I'm sorry. Like, he said, did you want to see a magic trick? I would be like, no. No. I would have shot I would him. Just First you. of all, <laughs> as soon as he came in, I would have shot him. But also... <laughs> you know, like, the Joker Girl, was. You're gonna think you're really bad about it. <laughs> I'm not, guys. I'm not about that life. I promise you. But I just feel like I'd be more sensible. Joker is also rigged with a bunch of grenades and stuff. So I mean, it's good that no one just shot him because who knows? They all could have ended up dead. Are they real grenades or are they fake? <laughs> who knows? Because the Joker <laughs> is playing mind games. <laughs> He's all over the place. So Gamble is all worked up and um, he starts doing the most and he says he's going to put a hit out on the Joker for $500,000 dead or a million dollars alive so he can basically torture him. Can I say something? Sure. That's not that's not enough because if you're a small amount of 68, excuse me, <clears throat> let me go scroll back up. $68 million. $68 million. Yeah, was stolen by the Joker, and you're only offering five hundred because he didn't care, that, and that's about how much he. Mm. But that's how he values the Joker. Like he's not that much of a threat to him. He's like, I don't think you're that much of a threat to pay, but five hundred thousand dollars for Gotham games that small quotation mark Any, small exactly. Then that hit needs to be. then he's losing more money i'm not gonna spend if i just lost a chunk of my millions and i tell the streets listen give me this guy alive or dead you have to tell the streets that his money was stolen 
Well, that's exactly the streets don't know. This dude is just fucking with us. Kill him and kill him for a good. But if you offer money, five hundred, he could have said fifty thousand dollars. To be honest with you, and someone would have still gone after him because no one sees the Joker as a serious threat, which is a mistake because he is. But Gamble (laughs) saying, "Listen, I'll give you half a million if he's dead, a whole million full." million in cash if he's alive not enough the girls are gonna go and get him the girl like people on the street this is gotham we're talking about this is an average you know there's a hierarchy of this mob i think i'm gonna have to break it down later because i figured it out but even if there's a hierarchy to him to the mob he's not offering a bounty to the mob he's offering a bounty to the streets to kill the joker that is who he's talking to. He's not going to talk to the rest. He's, that's why he said, you know, I'm going to put out, I'm going to put out, put it out there. He should have told him that. I wouldn't have told nobody I'm putting a hit out on you. Not in front of his face. <laughs> not in his face. Like, what? No, I'm not going to tell you that. But he did. Okay. And so, you know, but then they were really, you know, tensions are high. And that's when they see that, you know, the Joker reveals like, oh, hey, you know, if I pull this little cute little pen, if I pull the string, we're all just going to blow up. Probably, maybe. Who knows? Because it's the Joker. It might be real. It might be fake. You don't know. But I would err on the side of caution dealing with someone that is not really that stable. He really isn't. So... But, you know, and then after what, he just leaves. And like I said, the only person that really listened to what he had Chin-chin. to say was Chin Chin. Gamble is played by Michael Jai White, if you guys don't know who that is. Spawn. Thank you. I love you, Michael Jai White. Oh. Spawn and... 100%. Yeah. <laughs> and you should definitely have been in Spawn too. Whatever Spawn reboot you know they were going to do, you should have been able to do that one, they too. They need to redo a reboot of Spawn. They are. Agree. They're doing it with Jamie Foxx last time I heard. What? Yeah, I don't understand why. They're like the same age. Who said that? You didn't hear about that? No, because it's not Michael J. White playing Spawn. Exactly. <laughs> I like heard. He, look, Black don't crack. It's not like he aged. But it didn't even matter because they're if they're using... Jamie Foxx, Jamie Foxx and Michael Jai White, they're the same age and they're both really in shape. So why not just use the original the person actor? who actually does karate, martial arts? Because <sighs> he actually does that. Yes. <laughs> okay, let me finish Michael Jai White. I, I need to add another little movie, Black Dynamite. <laughs> Which is also amazing. And incredible and also blood and bone i love that movie as well how to get how, why did i get married <laughs> he was funny see that was like <laughs> yeah, i'm sorry it's funny before we leave this scene joker <laughs> again serious or not he he says he he's gonna leave his calling card which is just a joker card so I asked, and was there anything on it? Because how are they supposed to contact you? So what are we supposed to do with that card? We just stand outside and like wave it around? (laughs) He said, I'm going to leave my calling card. He leaves those cards everywhere, but at the same time, it's like, so what am I supposed to do with this information? I can't play a deck. I can't play with this card. 
I can't All do right. anything with this. All right. So the next scene we're going to move on to, I titled Rooftop Secrets Between Three Men. Okay, can you guess who those three men are? <laughs> so first off, now when I say this, it's on purpose. Um, <laughs> it's apparent that maybe, uh, to me, maybe Dent wasn't actually supposed to be on that rooftop using that calling bat light because Gordon comes in hot with the gun ready like, who the fuck is up here? He doesn't uh-huh. say that. I got the vibe. Yeah. And, and Harvey, I like to tell you that Batman is not on speed dial. This isn't even snail mail. Honestly, I don't know what to call this type of communication besides the bat <laughs> signal. Like, what is what is this? Is this Morse code? It's like signaling. It's a steady beam of shine that I may or may not see. How efficient is this form of communication? You got to keep your blinds open all the time. Can you see this through torrential downpour? I mean, it's... I concerns. <laughs> <laughs> it's Batman, you know? He just does his own thing. All right, I guess. But anyways, the boys are arguing about, what do you know? I call it communication. Dent is saying he should have been in the loop because he could have gotten Lau's passport. Gordon is like, they knew you were coming. The marked bills are the only bills left in the vault. As soon as your office got involved... But then it's like my office, but you got scum like worse in Ramirez. Wait, Gordon is like, hold up, pause. Don't try and hide the fact that Maroney got people in your office, Dent. Whew. Batman's just chilling, but I'm pretty sure he's doing a big heavy sigh on the inside as these two men are trust issues and communication. It's not, it's not happening right now. But it makes sense, though, you know, for them to have these issues, because first of all, Dent's not wrong. Let's not pretend like the GCPD is this beacon of (laughs) honesty and integrity. Gordon says you got Maroney people in your office, too. Everyone is bought out. Everyone is like, there's no, this is Gotham City, okay? You can't trust nobody. You can't trust anybody. You have to be prepared to, you know, look internally if stuff is going wrong. You're probably, you know what? It could be your office, but you know what? It could also be my office too. We're just going to keep blowing in a finger at each other. Because these men are very dangerous and they have a lot of money. Mm -hmm. But then it's like, he tells Batman he needs Lau, but he's out kicking it in Hong Kong right now. Gordon lets them know that we're going after their life savings. So if we do this, expect it to get real ugly. Mm-hmm. After that talk, <laughs> you know, basically Lucius gets brought in for this mission and he's trying to help Bruce find a discreet way to get to Hong Kong to get Lau while also giving him some fun gadgets because that's what Lucius lives for. He lives for the tech. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alfred also tries to help uh, figure out a way for Bruce to get an alibi. So Bruce takes the entire Moscow ballet on a yacht. While uh, he is on said yacht with all these ballerinas, a plane comes and picks him up. This to me as a, but I guess maybe they're they're cool with it. If I was on this yacht 
and I see Bruce Wayne get picked up by a big ass plane in the middle of this water. <laughs> and then the next day, some shenanigans have happened. To me, I would have been like, damn, Bruce Wayne is probably Batman. <laughs> They're from Moscow. They don't care. They only got. Maybe they're just like, you know what? That's none of my business. And you know what? To be honest, that would have been my, I would have been like, you know what? That's none of my business. Lucia's got serious connections. I know he was like an R&D, but this is serious connections. He works for Bruce Wayne, who's a billionaire. That's the only name you need to drop. Government, science, development, research. Well, it comes with a lot of risks, as we've seen. <laughs> it comes with a lot. So, uh, he did talk about the new gear. Yeah. His new gear. Again, foreshadowing. That's not even for this movie because he was like, what about should it hold up well to dog bites? He's like, the hold up well against cats. <laughs> 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 so and then expanding on what you said about you know alfred he he alfred's a g he came up with that yacht plan because he found that yacht man who was down to fix up the boat within a week cash only wow i mean uh, yeah got the deal for the plane crew locked and loaded their south korean smugglers everyone flies to pyongyang right below radar Bruce is shady as fuck. Even though Alfred made it came up with the plan, I think Bruce had a little part in it because it was a ballet and that Dent was going to take Rachel to it, but yeah. he can't. And it was completely canceled. <laughs> the newspaper Love Boat. Billionaire upscales <laughs> of entire Russian ballet. <laughs> I think that was a slap in the face. Yeah. I mean, it was because he could have chosen to do this on he could have taken anybody. Any other day. Any he could have. It didn't have to be that. It, it would have to be that week, but it didn't have to be, it to be the that Russian day. There's that specific day that he was going to take Rachel to see the ballet. And also, he could have literally scooped up anybody. Anybody. And taking them, and it would have been cool. It just but, made, the, it made the headlines because he's the bachelor, he's the playboy. Exactly. I mean, I mean it's a great cover up. He could have gotten any large group of women from <laughs> yeah. anywhere in Gotham. Metropolis, Once again, I am not in this group of Russian ballets, but all right. And <laughs> he could have gotten anybody, but he specifically chose the Moscow Ballet that he knew for sure was going to create problems with Rachel and Harvey. So he was Facts. shady. It was shady. It was definitely shady. Um, so while this is going on, uh, with Bruce is on the bullshit and playing 007, the Joker is fucking around. You know, he's doing Joker shit. Um, he had his henchmen bring him to Gamble's to I guess his out his I don't know what they call it like I don't where <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know wherever so he pretended he was dead they brought him in 
in a body bag. I don't even know if it was a body bag or if it was just some trash bag. It was a trash bag, girl. It was a trash bag. It was a hefty, extra large gallon. (laughs) (laughs) The 30 gallon bags, the big ones. And they just um they just wrapped him around. And you know what? He did a pretty good job acting because he looked dead. And they had a bag over his head. So he was holding his breath and everything and pretended he was dead to infiltrate this lair hideout, whatever. So Gamble is all oh yeah, he did. Great. So 500 he's dead. And Joker pops up. Surprise. Mm-hmm. He ain't dead. He got his little pocket knife that he's been carrying around. He tells him the story of how he got his scars. Let me do it. I got it. But my (laughs) God, it's just. (laughs) I got it. (laughs) I mean, if you want to go ahead. You guys, here you go. Fast. Listen, this story is that his awful drunk father goes off crazier than usual. And mommy gets the kitchen knife to defend herself. And the dad doesn't like that. So if Joker watching the father takes the knife to the mom and turns to Joker and says, why so serious? Then he goes to Joker with the knife and says, why so serious? Let's put a smile on our face. And why so serious? Slash. <laughs> Which I don't still understand how he died from that. Unless he like, you don't see really how he kills him. Like, I don't know. Because if you're just cutting his mouth open, I don't know how he would have died from that. If you cut his tongue, we didn't see no blood. We didn't see nothing. We just see him fall. So I don't know if he slit his throat. But even if he slit his throat, it would take some, take a little bit. You know, he would have been dying. So I'm not, they don't even show him that he just falls. He just, just, boop. So I'm not quite even sure how Gamble died. Died or how he was really killed. We just know that this pocket knife was involved, and mm-hmm. for some reason, Gamble just stood there and let this guy put a knife near his mouth. He didn't try to, you know, make a move. But his small, skinny, like stature, we can't judge that. Not that no, I'm not saying because of <laughs> their sizes, but like the fact that Gamble has been so. And this is how you know it's just like a facade because he's been so not, I want to say arrogant, but very boisterous, very Loud. aggressive. Like, very aggressive. Like you very aggressive. It's like, um, what's that? Which I didn't like. Because also, it's like, this is like the only black crime boss that y'all on here got on here, and you make him like loud and arrogant and aggressive. Yeah. And he's the one that gets killed. Okay. Talks, talks big, but can't back it up. Yeah. Well, they made Gamble that. He's that guy because I would feel like if he was who he was acting like he was he wouldn't let the Joker hold on to him like that, be that close in his space. I mean, I know he caught him off guard, but also you don't carry anything on you, you know, that you could possibly maybe shoot him (laughs) or try, or at least try to make a move to get separate him from you. Anyway, Gamble's dead. That's really what it ends up. He's dead. And try um, have to his henchmen are forced to have tryouts to be one of joker's henchmen so he breaks the pull 
sticks Stick. over mm-hmm. and not even gives like two. He takes one half of this pool stick, this sharp, pointy pool stick now, and throws it to three of them and just basically, <laughs> you know, it's basically whoever's left at the end out of the three of them. They both, whoever gets the pool, the pool stick, I guess, is the one that's going to be victorious. <laughs> but I mean, to me, y'all have to have some kind of weapons on you that y'all could have probably at some point overtaken the Joker's henchman. But he already got his henchman in there too at the same time. Yeah. So, and they in there too. So to me, that was just not a lot of fight. It was just, oh man, fuck, these guys got us. And now we've got to kill each other. Which is wild. It's a Joker's very aggressive wild. competitive tryout. Joker's wild. And oh, wild that was card. too much. But, <laughs> intended. Um, we're off to Hong Kong. But yeah, that's it. That's all that happens. Also in the scene, like I said, you know, he gives us the why so serious line that's iconic, that's used to this day, that's used in all kinds of mainstream media, movies, television shows. It was everywhere. Every freaking where. Um, want me to take us to Hong Kong? Yeah, go ahead. All right, guys, we're in Hong Kong. Never been. Maybe one day I'll go. Got a passport. Hasn't been stamped. But Fox is there. He arrives in Hong Kong and he's got to enter the building for, and then also this building for security purposes. He must surrender his phone. No problem. Lau thinks he is getting in on this investment because who would show up all the way from Gotham to Hong Kong to settle a deal to say no? <laughs> Wayne Enterprise. So he thinks he's getting this investment Wayne Enterprises. But Fox says sincerely, well, sorry, Laos sincerely apologizes for the inconvenience of leaving Gotham City due to misunderstandings of the cops. Okay, boo. Fox's phone goes off and it's this is this cute tiny Nokia. I've never seen it before, but all right. Lau isn't feeling it because there is a no cell phone policy in this building. Fox plays it cool and chill and stuff. He says, he forgot he had it. I would too, something like that. And lays it out that the only reason he came was that they need to put their business deal on hold because of Lau's potential shady business. That meeting, I swear, only lasted a minute. It's over and... Fox leave the building and the security guard's like, sir. And then he was like, here's your phone. And Fox's like, I got my phone. <laughs> the extra phone is left there in that building. Hmm. So uh, later, not later, but shortly after the meeting, Fox meets up with Bruce and lets him know that Lau is holding up in this nice ass building. When I mean nice, did you catch that bird in the wicker cage up there? Did you catch that? I saw it. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know what it was up. Uh about but aesthetic <laughs> I guess I was like this I didn't know what it was about I was like <laughs> I was like this is really maybe nice it's though. a cultural thing I, I don't know yeah maybe it's for like ambiance I wouldn't keep it's not trees up there in that building so they okay whatever <laughs> oh tech alert there's a new tech um Fox had research and development create a sonar quotation mark like mapping in real time and then Bruce is thinking and so he's like ah this is like a submarine not a bat bat that's for later (laughs) those (laughs) those bat devices I say bat devices they're awesome I want to get my hands on them don't ask me why 
we get later at nighttime, we get the classic yeeting of Bat. Yeah, I'm going to keep saying yeet. Yeeting of Batman doing his thing when he jumps from one building to the next one. Without, yep. No fear. I'd be scared. I'm sorry. I mean, okay. he's done this enough. He has I no know. reason to be afraid. Yeah. I guess this is <laughs> wings, fart, whatever, carbon, whatever. He could float to the ground. Anyway, Hong Kong police, they respond very fast, by the way. Not fast enough because Batman's out here dragging loud by the foot effortlessly. And they're like really not sure what to do in this type of situation. Who would? Can you imagine getting an alarm to go to this nice fancy building that you know is kind of secure and you go up there where the escalation is and you see this person in costume what would you do it's confusion he, they, they look really confused i'd be confused too like, what the, <laughs> like we don't do this here what the fuck is this what is going on what are y'all on and the, and the thing is i didn't know anyone could look any more confused as that cop i don't know who is who played him but <laughs> when it just grows when they when Lau and batman are yanked out of the building yeah because, you know, <laughs> it just the confusion gets deeper and i was like because it's like first of all how did that happen who is this what's going on like i would be genuinely if someone just came in dressed like i wouldn't even know wouldn't even think this is a bad like what the fuck is going on like you see this guy in this costume with a cape and ears like he's beating the shit out of everybody like i'm confused but one thing i will say about lao is he is not like one of those bosses i guess that just like leaves like leaves the building or has like a secret way to get out to escape and lets like his henchmen and employees fight for him he was with the shits too because he was in there he was shooting we're going down <laughs> he was like i don't know what the fuck is going on but um nah y'all not, <laughs> not today <laughs> Oh, right. Lau is delivered to the GCPD looking jet lagged. And surprisingly, his bricks were not beaten off. That sounds gross. <laughs> well, uh, we all know that's like Batman's <laughs> signature. He just be beating the brakes off the motherfuckers. He is good. He is in good condition. He is. Well, he could be concussed, but he's not knocked out. He's not unconscious, but he is looking a bit. He's a little looking a bit a little warm. worse for wear. He looks tired more than anything, but he ain't bleeding, he ain't bruised, he ain't cut up. Because we definitely know how this could have gone. It could have got a little. I was like, did you not see those men in the subway area getting silently beaten? Jeez. No. That man did a great job. He delivered Lau unharmed for the most part. You know, they're in the interrogation room with new Rachel. And I mean, to make a long story short, Lau says he'll give up everything but the money. <laughs> He's like, I'll tell y'all, I can give you name, but y'all not getting this money. I'm not going to tell you what that money is. Harvey and Gordon are discussing. Harvey's like, we could probably charge them with Rico. Gordon is concerned about, in the end, he's concerned about Lau's safety. You know, like he can't just be where everybody else is because they'll kill him. Here but they, go again. they land on, you know, we can't get them with anything else, but we can probably get them on a Rico charge. So 
Rachel said they're going to charge everybody and make a deal with Lau, who wants immunity, protection, and a flight back to Hong Kong. Because <laughs> my boy just wants to go home and be back home and not deal with I mean, in their nonsense. You know, I'm, he's right about that. Like, get me the fuck back out of here. It's like, I don't want to be here. First of all, it's ghetto. Second of all, I need to be where people have my best interests and y'all motherfuckers don't give a fuck about me, my safety. (laughs) So I need to go. So again, like I've said in the past, loose lips sink ships, but also suck dicks. And that's what's happened here. Lau gave up everybody. So easily. I must say that, you know, it didn't take much. I mean, I guess the Batman part was a lot, but in all honesty, Rachel didn't have to say or do much to no. get him to talk. No. She was like, three conditions. Okay, she's this like, is what I want. Yeah. Give me that. He's like, like, oh, she's like, all right. After you testify in open court, sure. And he's like, okay. <laughs> like, sure why not and that's when gordon's like well, we can't put him in county with everybody else you know we just have to keep him like near us you know <laughs> and then that's where you're kind of like looking at him a little differently because he's like i don't give a fuck about any of anybody's safety but i guess you know oh, that's so weird i was like don't you want this person to testify alive because that's how you're going to get your charges So the closer to Gordon, I feel like that's the safest he's going to be. Well, okay, honestly, though, I think think. the safest person he will really be with is Batman. Yes, because (laughs) nobody knows where she, but at the same time, I don't think they thought that was like an option. So for Gordon, it's like, you know, we can't send him to because they have to keep it. I guess I kind of have to keep it with somewhere within the law that with his lawyer, he's saying that he was Mm -hmm. someplace relatively safe because he's like, if it, oh, well, you know, the Batman had me in someplace. I had no idea where I was in a cell underground. He's supposed to be arrested. He's a vigilante. (laughs) So like they can't even have any hint (laughs) of them like, really working i mean everyone knows that they're working together but from a legal standpoint it's like you gave our client to a criminal a vigilante no and that's how we get all the charges thrown out then nobody gets charged so i think it's smart that gordon well jim jim wants to keep lao close to where he is because he knows his people he knows it and dent's like they can go you know he should go to county and he's like, well, no, he can stay in a holding cell here. He's like, you trust him account? He's like, I don't trust the people here. Well, Dent, you're just going to have to get over it. <laughs> Harvey, get over yourself. And I like how Gordon just, he stays here. Okay, put your foot down. Let the girls know. Not going to play no games with him. This is his house. Really, you have to respect Jim because all everything that's going on, the resources, that's really... That's him and his team. Woo. All right. So the gang scene. <laughs> gang, so gang, 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 gang squad. Gang, gang. Are can, we all do that? Can, you, to, can you breathe? 
<laughs> yes. I okay. had a lot of stuff really fast. You did. If you guys noticed, I have asthma. Uh, like, <laughs> I have mild asthma. I've had asthma since I was a kid. So sometimes I'll just talk real, talk a lot and then I forget to breathe. And I'm just like, whoo, Jesus. Uh, that's also why you probably hear me take a lot of breaths. I can never. Uh, breathe. I was waiting. I was like, "Did you can, did you breathe?" <laughs> I, I like, can't breathe. <laughs> you want me my, to do gang, gang? My lungs don't hate me. I can get through. So the gang sees what's happening on the news because they like to just hang out together. Apparently, you know, you know, they're having. It looks like they're having breakfast. I don't know, but they're eating. Oh, I a think meal. they're having steak. They're eating. Chinchin's having steak for breakfast. So Chen Chen is like, see, the Joker was right. We need to kill Batman. He was right about all this shit. We got to kill Batman. And then Gordon shows up and just not even like, get on the ground. He just shows up. Oh, hey, guys. (laughs) Also, nice establishment. I would like to have breakfast there. It was. It's really chill. It's like a nice little, looks like a nice little bar and grill. Yeah, like a nice little pub. It's dark. Yeah. Pushy seating. Everyone's just like eating, having mm-hmm. a meal. So Gordon walks in on them. Maybe they are having like lunch or dinner because I think um, Salvatore was having a salad. And anybody, I hope nobody's eating salad for breakfast. Um, mm. <laughs> and everyone gets the recipe. He just comes in casually, you know, like, mm. what's up, guys? <laughs> hey, you know, that food? oh, you guys are watching the news. Well, I like Looks to good, point right? out, Chen was like, still trying to get that bit. Still trying to get that last bite. Like, fuck, let me just finish my, finish my food. Let me just get this real quick. So after everyone gets arrested, they are in court in front of a judge and it's order so they have the (laughs) 712 counts of extortion 849 (laughs) counts of racketeering 246 counts of fraud Mm -hmm. seven counts of conspiracy to commit murder that should be higher 527 counts of obstruction of justice makes sense and ended up being 549 people arrested in charge. Let me tell you something. That's a lot. That's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) That's a lot. And the fact that that's quite substantial. Commit like (laughs) the um conspiracy to commit murder is the lowest. Lowest? I was shook. I was like, that's that's all that they know about. I'm pretty sure there's a lot more. But of course this is all they know. Just 87 out of one of these numbers was not too far from a thousand now. Eight hundred and forty-nine. Yeah, eight hundred and forty-nine counts of racketeering. So they was really deep in this, but just this was a lot. But I mean, I, when, I like when it comes, I mean, it's five hundred and forty-nine people. So I, yeah, I, all right. Oh, you guys, I like to point out that. Note that as Judge, her name's Judge Cirillo, is going through these papers. There's a, another Joker calling card. Yep. And it's still empty, but she just breezes right through it. I would have been like, not that the Joker is actually known out there, but it would have gave me personally a bit of pause because that shouldn't have exactly. been in any, it shouldn't be anywhere near close to these files. Because how would a random Joker card, unless you were out, I don't know, playing, playing spades poker. or poker the <laughs> night before. Like, why would you have this in, you know, but why was this in your house? 
files, your those, court files. Those files your court should be, documents. You, you're not dragging your boxes of court documents around as you walking around Gotham. Let me go to a poker game real quick with my docs. No, right. Guys. That's not something that's happened. Unless you have, even if you have like children, still, mm, why yeah. would your why would that that's not something that would so that would have been like a little red flag. Like she was like, mm, okay, oh, whatever. A card and <laughs> why is there a Joker card in my stuff? And then she keeps going. <laughs> I was like, like, you know what? I got a lot to get through today, so we just gonna put that on hold. It's a lot to get through. <laughs> people. So I got a lot. Of, that's a lot of work. That's it's a, a lot. lot of work. That's a lot of paperwork. She's <sighs> a good one because. I forgot his name. Well, fuck, his name is later, but he was in the first movie. The mayor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I forgot his name already. Uh, the mayor, he is not really impressed. More on the lines of what in the entire fuck are you guys thinking? Because y'all are way over your head. They're, these gang gang mobs, it's more than just cleaning up the streets. A lot of high people got their money tied up with them as well, which is, it's not shocking. And then, like, he's like, then people are going to start coming after you. And then I said, this personal shield pretty much needs to be made out of animadium. <laughs> yeah. Because I mean, they're really yeah. going to start coming down on every dent or everybody. If they get anything on dent, it foreshadowing people, anything. Yeah. I can't, I don't know how I get express the word anything any more than I can't anything on dent, then the criminals are back on the streets. Not just, not just the criminals, the mayor, he's going to be out. Dent, you're going to be done. All y'all are going to be out on the streets. Y'all remember that. (laughs) Um, By the way, I completely forgot about this and my scary ass jumps when this happened. (laughs) Me too. I got so scared. (laughs) Like, shit. <laughs> I was like, that scared the shit out of me. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, what the fuck? Uh, there's a dead man at his the who's up there? Yeah, so like <laughs> Mayor Garcia is just like here it is, Mayor Garcia. He's walking up to the window, observing Gotham, and then bam, a dead man comes swinging down, hits the window. I completely forgot about that. Like that ass completely. I because <laughs> they also they're not up that high. Like I think I feel like they're up high enough. I, that's what I'm saying. Like where <laughs> they're like in the how middle. How much of rope was hanging? Like was where did they hang this man <laughs> down from? Who's up there? <laughs> like who's up there? And all these big ass windows. Like where? Where did he? Who's up there? <laughs> So like they obviously they gotta get the guy down. First off, then rushes to the window as Mayor Garcia runs, hot shocks, falls. I don't know what he does. He's just not there anymore. But then ah, I wouldn't run up to the window. <laughs> but no. he does. And so at the end of it, they do take this poor victim down. And there's oh my god, another calling card. It's another Joker card. But this time there's actual print on it. So that makes me wonder if the card that Joker left to the gang gang at the meeting, if yeah. it had anything on it. But on this card, it said, asking, will the real Batman please stand up? And that's that, guys. Yep. So that's it for act one. 
and we will get into the rest of it. But yeah, that's it. That's all we have. And then, I mean, we're reaching to reaching a almost a climax here in act two it's getting it's building up everything is starting to build up everything that's happening to me it's starting to come to a head between the joker the batman and harvey dent and it's it's coming so we'll take a short break and we're gonna finish out the show and we're back to close it out here we are so chai wants to provide you all with some bat facts now let me tell you something (laughs) when she put in bat facts i thought she meant bat as in the batman fat like bat facts no she was talking about an actual bat so i'm gonna let her give you her bat animal facts look the only reason why i put that in there was because that scene with fox and bruce when fox was like here's a new development it's like so sonar and then bruce sounded like he was about to say like i bang he's like fox is like like a submarine you guys bats do not give imagery bat back like the images that that was giving because i was submarine bats use echolocation to see where they're going because they're not that great at seeing shit so the no. sound vibrates, it bounces off, and it comes back to them so they know where to go. I find that pretty fascinating, actually. Well, yeah, I mean, some whales do the same thing underwater. Yeah. Well, yeah. They have to be underwater. <laughs> Not all, but they use, yeah, some, um, some <laughs> whales use echolocation the same way, mm-hmm. you know? When yeah. I, I mean, I guess that's interesting. Science. Also, bats, they live more than 30 years and fly at speeds. They can fly at speeds of 60 miles per hour. Also, if you're around bats, if you're like in a room, you should probably go get yourself checked out if you got rabies because you don't know if you're getting bit. You're not going to turn into a vampire. You're just going to die if you don't get that checked. Just so saying. is rabies airborne? Because, <laughs> no, when, because only if they bite you, that's yeah, when you would be. some things, though. <laughs> you could be sleeping. I've been sleeping and I've been bitten, not by a bat, guys. I've been bitten by a, a spider three times yeah. in a row out of nowhere. I could not find that spider and I swelled oh, up. Absolutely. My back swelled up so bad. So I'm just saying, go get yourself checked. You don't want to be caused, you know, death by rabies when you just go to the, just go get checked just in case. Get the shot. Yeah. <laughs> so if you fell asleep and a bat came in your room yep. while you were sleeping or if you're absolutely. outside, I guess check yourself no, I'm for more being like a bit. closed space with a bat. <laughs> I mean, they can bite you when you're outside too. I so. hope you would know if they're actually around you outside. You know, if you're in a room, I wouldn't. I mean, I would know if a bat was inside with me because they're not very quiet. They're not. I don't know, girl. Just in case. I know some people do find out they have bats in their like attics and stuff. Exactly. I still like. I. I would feel like I could hear a bat. I don't know. You think you can hear a mouse all the time? Ugh, no, but those are small and they don't have flappy wings. <laughs> also, I think that the fat, the fox fruit eating bat is so adorable. It's so cute. I'm good. Real thinks they're too large. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. Big. Listen, I like foxes. I love foxes. My nickname used to be the fox. That is um, a go. secret. 
my secret alter ego was the fox. But let me tell you, I do not like foxes with wings. That fox only has some Red Bull and flu. All right. That's it. That's all. That's all I got. Okay. Well, I had um, just a short little movie back. So we have the actress Maggie Gyllenhaal playing new Rachel in this movie, but there were two other actresses that were up for the role. Rachel McAdams and Emily Blunt were oh, also up to play Rachel as I well. I like to see Rachel McAdams. Me too. That's exactly okay. what I said. <laughs> I would have absolutely loved i would have loved to see rachel mcadams as rachel and it's nothing against maggie gyllenhaal she's a great actress yeah but i love rachel mcadams i I like emily blunt too but i feel like rachel mcadams as rachel dawes would have been first off i think Mm. i loved rachel mcadams since she was (laughs) she was regina george regina george she was Regina George. She was in The Notebook. I mean, she was already in like iconic films, but she's just like a really good actress, you know, in everything. I've never seen something where she wasn't acting her ass off. So I would have liked her. <laughs> I would have loved it. So we've had, so for Rachel, we have, like I said, Emily Blunt and Rich McAdams. So for Harvey Dent, there were some other choices other than Aaron Eckhart. Um, really? They had Matt Damon, Mark Ruffalo, and Ryan Phillippe. <sighs> I feel like Aaron Eckhart was absolutely the best choice. Yeah, I couldn't see any of the other ones. I really adore Mark Ruffalo, but me too. I love I Mark mean, Ruffalo. Out of the other the other two you named that. <laughs> yeah. I feel like he was the best person for this role. So they did great casting. Let me tell you, Dark Knight, wonderfully casted. I mean, you've got some really big names, some really great actors in this movie. And some of them aren't even in leading roles. They're they're like little supporting characters or characters that just have like one or two lines because as you saw with Michael Jai White, he is really only in two scenes mm-hmm. in this whole movie. And he's we, an amazing yeah. actor. Then we got Cillian Murphy who came back for like a for hot just second. a second, which <laughs> I, I like, love Cillian Murphy. Like he's I'm not gonna say anything, but he's fine as hell. And oh I really man, oh, I love his face. Just, yes. Thank you. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm so sorry, Mr. Murphy, but I'm, you're hot. Christian Bale, you're hot. I, y'all just hot. But turning the young chai around, like, what is happening? Typically, I just look for, like, oh, what's who's who's black in this movie? Which I did. And <laughs> I mean, was very wild. happy to see that Michael Scott White. I was just <laughs> mad that, you know, he was in a suit the whole time. Like, I wanted more. <laughs> 
him in this movie. I wanted him shirtless, is what you're saying. Like, I want to see him out here fighting. Like, I want to see him, like, busting heads, but it wasn't about him. I enjoyed seeing him in a tailored suit. It was looking nice. Yeah, hell yeah. He's fine as hell in a tailored suit. Of course. He, yeah, never mind. I'm not going to go into it. But he looks, he's Michael J. White. He looks great in literally everything. So I was very happy to see such amazing looking men <laughs> in this in this movie. It uh it was great. So I I remember when we went to go see this, they had all these handsome men up there. The men that were our, I'm sorry, for me, friends and cousin that we went to go see with, they were just background. I oh, was yeah. <laughs> Like, why I think we drank there? and went to see this movie. We did. Ooh, it was a good time. <laughs> I don't know what I was wearing either. I'm just like, Me my either. hair wasn't done. Like, was mine. I think I had walked off the shot and my hair I was think We might have like, I'm pretty sure I got, came home from like work. Like I had gone off of work and just <laughs> <laughs> we went we and got a shirt. Up. We were wearing heels. Like we were <laughs> really crazy we got hit, like when we went to go to like the i don't even know if we were going to the concession stand or the bathroom but we're getting hit on and i was just so confused i'm like okay <laughs> uh, uh, yeah you know mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> all right so that is part one of bitch out <laughs> close what? the bitch out close the bitch out <laughs> close so that was part out. one of dark night Starring Christian Bay. Everyone. <laughs> I mean, he's the most Eckhart. important part. <laughs> <laughs> Maggie Gyllenhaal. Um, Michael Caine. Michael Caine. <laughs> <laughs> Gary Oldman. Okay, so that's all we have for today. Mm-hmm. Make sure you... Follow us on Instagram at Blurry Bitch Podcast. You can also follow us on our individual Instagram accounts. You can follow me at King Rel the Queen on Instagram. And you can follow me, Charlie, under Chai underscore X underscore L I. You will never. I'm gonna keep she, saying this. Have, real I have no idea. I, maybe one day. Mess. One day. Write it down and put a post-it in front of your eyes. Put it and on if they want to find me, if, at this point, <laughs> if they want to find. They know how to find me. It should be under the Blurdy Bitch podcast. It is. It's right okay. there under our bio. So <laughs> make sure you subscribe to us on Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast you're listening to this podcast at right now make sure you follow subscribe hit that little bell on there so you can get notifications whenever we mm-hmm. drop a new episode is there a place that they can leave reviews yeah um yeah so you can also if you like this episode you like the show stars. give us five stars i'm gonna have to have batman come beat your bricks off 
And if you didn't like it, then don't <laughs> keep it to yourself. Go. Bye. Just don't say nothing. Just mind your business and go about your day because we don't need that, that kind of negativity. Be lurking around the corner too. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for listening to us again and we hope to hear from you guys next week well i guess you'll be hearing from us next week mm-hmm. so the next, yeah the next time we'll be break it down act two part two joker of dark knight tragedy happens so oh yeah it's gonna get tragic all right guys thanks for listening we'll see you next week bye, bye.